Welcome to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Sound check. I'm on a roll. I can't stop. Magic Pisces. Magic Piscesing. I'm not sure what that's all about. It's I've been practicing Ho'oponopono as much as I possibly can for a while now. And when you practice Ho'oponopono, if you want to learn all about it, get the book Zero Limits by Joe Vitale. And then I like better. There's one after that called At Zero. And they're both by Joe Vitale. And you can go and buy like the $39.95, the $39 course from Joe Vitale. And, you know, the the link is like in the book. You can type in the link. And uh, it's worth every single penny, the $39 that you'll pay for the Ho'oponopono course, which is really just uh, Jim Haleakala. He, Jim E. Haleakala, um, who's like the founder, the, you know, one of the, you know, the, the, the founder or the, the main guy in modern day Ho'oponopono, which is called self-identity. The, the name of the actual technique is self-identity through Ho'oponopono. I believe, self-identity or self-identifying through Ho'oponopono, one of those. But what you're doing with Ho'oponopono is you're really just, when you see something outside of yourself, which I'm always referring to Course in Miracles, but um, it's very, very, very similar, but it's much more simplified. So with Ho'oponopono, when you see something outside of yourself, like the neighbor being an asshole or the dog next door barking or the, you know, the person who you can't stand on Facebook doing that thing that you can't stand or saying that thing that you can't stand. Your job is to take responsibility for it, full responsibility for it. And the way that, that, the, the way that you do that is you go, I love you. You're basically making a petition to divinity. You go, I love you. I'm sorry. And what you're saying there is, I love you, God. You're kind of reminding God and yourself that you love God. And then you're saying, I love, I, I'm sorry. What you're saying when you say I'm sorry is I'm sorry for my crazy fucked up thinking that led to the situation involving that person out there being the way that they're being. Please forgive me for having these crazy fucked up beliefs and thought patterns. Thank you. So you just go, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And as the story goes, uh, Jim E. Haleakala was hired to be the psychiatrist or the psychologist of a prison ward for the criminally insane in Hawaii in like the 19, I believe it was the 1970s, maybe the 80s. And all he did was get the case files of all of the patients. I may have talked about this before. All he did was get the case files of all of the patients and went through their symptoms and sought to, it took responsibility for whatever was going on in him, in his internal world that had those symptoms showing up in his external world, right? So he took responsibility for what was going on inside of him and because what was going on inside of him had everything to do with what was going on outside of him. Now, I've brought this up to people and um, they'll are, you know, but what about the person that got raped or the murderer? And I don't, you know, I don't, um, I don't like to get into, um, I don't like it to be like necessarily philo- philosophical conversation, but just because I believe in it and particularly in matters of spirituality. Um, like, I don't argue with atheists about God, whether God exists or not. I just don't. I just have my experience of what God is and how God worked in my life or came into my life and how God works in my life. 
it doesn't mean I don't get frustrated with this thing that I choose to call God, but I don't argue its existence or non-existence. And so same thing with, um, like, I don't order uh, argue Course in Miracles with a standard Christian, you know, and because that'll get you nowhere fast. Um, and I don't argue, you know, the 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 finer points, I guess you might call them, of Ho'oponopono with with people. And, you know, there's you don't really, you know, really need to because I don't get myself and find myself in too many conversations where I'm trying to convince someone that Ho'oponopono was real. I just do it. Um, and, and I've been practicing it for the last several months and things, it was weird because I talked to a friend the other day and yesterday actually, and he, we hung up and he was like, man, do you, you sound really grounded. And he's like, you were more present than you've ever been basically. And I've known this guy for years. And, um, I was like, man, that, that's cool. Um, thanks for saying that. Like, I appreciated that. And I think that has to do with a lot of the really deeper internal work I've been doing lately. And um, a lot of the depression I've been feeling, um, I'm, I just, I realized yesterday morning that a lot of the depression I've been experiencing, this segment, by the way, comes as the result of Greg DeMamos's phone call to me about 20 minutes ago, half hour ago, tops. And it was his call to me or his initial text to me had to do with him wondering if I was okay because uh, I sounded so uh, crazy on my the podcast yesterday, right? Um, but the, the, the thing that I realized is that a lot of the depression I've been experiencing lately um, has to do with not be essentially with being gaslighted with being told that these hunches and that these nudges and these these sort of things I'm to intuiting about what's happening in the world um are a lot of people don't believe them you know it's 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 almost like it's very 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 much akin to something that someone who's abused experiences and, and then they go to tell somebody and then they get told that they're wrong for telling somebody or they get in trouble for telling somebody. It's very sim it's, it's very similar to that. It's like, and it, and it triggers this very um, childish old part in me, this kind of whiny part. And this part that's also, you know, prone to, you know, abandonment and feeling devastation and all these other things. And, you know, the equation I came up with, or the analogy I came up with was, it's like, imagine that you're like a... You're like a good enough kid in a in a school classroom, and there's this like evil mastermind who's getting away with all of this shit, and he's got everybody in the classroom, most of the people in the classroom, charmed, the teacher included, and and every time you try to draw attention to that, you get scolded or reprimanded or told that you're naughty or you shouldn't. Nobody likes a tattletale or something along those lines. Um, almost like you're it's almost like a Lisa Simpson type of a thing like Lisa Simpson annoys everybody with how she sees things you know whether whether or not she, the um whether or not the things that she sees are right um but she she's kind of like a thorn in people's sides and so uh, there are a lot of people right now who I mean I'm talking millions tens of millions if not hundreds of millions of people who are seeing things and they're going this doesn't make sense, and then they're being told by the by essentially Maya, right? The the um, the architect of delusion. The the delusion himself is sort of slapping back and saying, "How dare you think such silly things?" And then you go on Facebook and you see something, or I go on Facebook and I see somebody post something. This guy posted the other day that his new fetish is watching unvaxxed people die, 
and and to see that that post had 75 people liking it you know they're all the the hearts and the laughing sounds and the caring signs were all like were um were celebrating this person right who in the name of you know <laughs> in the name of caring for all of society um, reserves the right to <laughs> wish many people are dead in that society right and the um the toll that takes on on the soul is it's almost impossible to articulate the 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 toll that that takes on me you know like i i'm a i'm just a good person that does my best to be good in every single fucking interaction that i have i'm far from perfect at it i'm not perfect at being good and i'm pretty reliable to clean shit up when I fuck it up, right? I'm clean. I'm, pr- I'm pretty reliable to uh, clean shit up when I dump on someone or, you know, whatever. And I, and, and I am just a soul whose intentions are good. And I get my information from people or I communicate with people. Um, n- none of the people that I'm, I'm talking, quote unquote, conspiracy stuff with is a, is a moron. None of the people that um, I was initially tipped off by, there's basically two of them, um, is is a, a, a dull crayon or, you know, an, an unsharpened tool, right? None of the, the people I'm in conversations with about what we believe to really be going on is stupid or misinformed or any of that. Some of the most brilliant people I know are seeing all of this outside of the what's being pushed, right? And and then to be sort of told by the entire world in a lot of ways that you're stupid, you're dumb, how dare you believe these sorts of things? Um, you're you know you want people to die, you don't care about people, like all of that stuff. It. It's, I can't even describe to you how devastatingly painful and hurtful it is. I can't even just begin to describe, describe to you how alienating it is and how so many people are screaming to be heard. And so what then happens is that I go on a rant versus, which is sort of like the, the solution for the problem that I think is going on. But the problem that I think is going on is I'm, it's, out, it's out there. I'm like, fuck what's going on out there. I'm going to now go on a rant to have you see what's going out there so I can make you see, how, see things the way I see them. That's the, 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 the fix. But what's really going on is I'm feeling incredibly alienated, incredibly sad, and incredibly alone. Perhaps more alone than I've ever felt. Right. And there are certain people I just wish would take a look, just consider different points of view. But when you're on a rant, when you're on a rant, it makes it hard for an intelligent decision to be had because your rant triggers their rant. And now you've got rant against rant and 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 then the whole world goes nowhere. And what you've got right now is just a, a whole lot of rants. Right. And. And a lot less intelligent conversation 
or intelligent discussion about what's going on. And and it's weird because if if I um what are you supposed to do if you see what you perceive to be like serious fucking evil going on? What are you supposed to do with that? You know, I've talked to some people and they're like, "Well, it's just the it's just the way the world is." And you know we're just I'm just in, I'm just observing it and I'm not I'm not signaling out anyone I'm not pointing to anyone there but I've had conversations with a I'm not pointing to anybody specific there but I've had conversations with people who are just like um there you know it's all it's all perfect it's all it's all just the way it's meant to be and I get that through the lens of like the ultra spiritual like David Hawkins lens like it is all everything is all perfect we're all one and everything is perfect because it's the way it's happening is meant to be perfect and it just is right nothing happens by god's world a mistake but if there are you know if the if the 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 sex trafficking of children is happening to the extent that a lot of people believe it's happening and that i'm starting to believe it's happening is happening what are we supposed to do with that or what am i supposed to do with that other than rant Right. And so when I was talking to Greg, um, he, you know, we, we ended up on Victor Frankel, right. Who was in the, I think I mentioned this a couple episodes. He was in the, you know, in Auschwitz basically for the entire time, the entire war for four years. And, and it comes down to like, he basically decided that he gets to choose his attitude in any given situation. And so if Victor Frankel has, is, is able to choose his attitude in Auschwitz, you can choose your attitude when, um, you know, uh, the dog is barking next door or whatever. And so part of my attitude, like part of when I realize I have a choice, sometimes you just get caught in the triggered place and you forget that you have choices and you're just off on a tangent, right? Um, off on a tear and, you know, you say things that you have to clean up later and it's awful. Um, but it's when I catch myself in those places where I will then apply the whole Pono or the Course in Miracles stuff. Because as I said yesterday, it's it's we need that stuff more than ever now, right? So if I'm feeling sad and lonely and alienated and lost and confused and and just want certain key people to at least entertain some of the things that I'm saying, to consider that the things I'm saying might be valid and that some of the places where I get information aren't awful or terrible or, you know, like a right wing or, or any of that, um, so if I want people to perhaps see things through a different lens, I need to be ultra responsible for the way I am being when I am presenting notions to them and, and to just get really complete in the moment and, and to do the spiritual work necessary so as to lead me to a place where I don't need anything from said person. And when you don't need anything from someone and when you're unattached to whether or not they hear you, it increases the likelihood that they will. So as soon as you don't need them, that's what then opens the door for what could very well lead to a free exchange of ideas that could then lead to, you know, ultimately global transformation, or as Course of Miracles refers to it, the atonement. And so it's, um, 
it's it's of vital you know for me it's vital that i always come back to the ho'oponopono always come back to the course of miracles stay off of social media as much as possible don't engage in debates don't necessarily unless you're complete and not triggered and have done the work that there is for you to do before you um you know take issue with something that someone says right and what happens is we all just get triggered and and then it just gets crazy but you know for me it's really come down to like how do i take responsibility for the fact that i'm just incredibly sad that people don't believe me or that people think that i'm just some crazy fucking whatever or that you know i'm just on another one of my rants about whatever you know and and there are a few people close to me that I sort of feel that way about, you know, some of my fucking immediate family. And then, um, and then it hit me that like, um, it hit me. This was the, the real whammy was that, um, I realized that, you know, my dad is a really smart guy <laughs> and for, for decades, you know, I would just do this asshole self-righteous, liberal thing without taking into account that the points of view that he had were valid and that the points of view he had were well thought out and that the points of view he had were not necessarily hateful at all and that the aspects of the points of view that he did harbor um, that were perhaps a little bit not so nice were just the exact, like he was displaying the exact level of not so niceness that I was. And then I started to think about how alienated um, he must have felt, you know? And he, he, he like raised a really important, he raised a very, he raised a very strong point several years, like five five years ago to me about this particular hot button issue that was going on during the Obama administration. I won't bring it up again because it's, it's not relevant, I don't think, um, to this conversation but it, it um, or, or to this talk, but it really got me thinking. I actually talk about the issue in a previous episode with the, the Hobby Lobby stuff. It was the Hobby, Hobby Lobby issue. And he just said something to me that made me it just stopped me dead in my tracks and I realized that I had spent a lot of time steamrolling over reason and that I was supported by this this um like for lack of a better word media this media program like supported my position and I didn't but I didn't understand the actual I didn't understand the actual points of the argument. I didn't understand the other side of things at all. I was arguing from this emotionally triggered place rooted in ideology regarding how I thought the world should be. And then I thought about how many times I must have hurt the feelings of those close to me by not being informed. And now I'm realizing that karmically I'm getting paid back. It's 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 an opportunity to it's it's what goes around comes around 
Now you're the one not being understood. How are you going to deal with it? How are you going to be to 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 switch up the karmic cycle or to erase your karma or cancel out your karma or have things go differently. And I realized all of this, this is the, this is the beauty. This is the beautiful thing about being willing to look at yourself and being willing to entertain other points of view, because this whole, this entire talk was solidified. The talk I just gave was solidified as the result of a, I don't what, what, what was it, Greg? 12-minute conversation <laughs> I had with Greg DeMamos, who called me because he was fucking concerned. Because he was he was he thought that maybe my rant wasn't coming from the, the best place. And he said something amazing to me. He said, I want you to be able to stand, I want you to be able to stand in your brilliance without the 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 fire, you know, the fire fueling it. I forget the word that we used, the exact word that we used, but but without that that um polarized nature to it right and which then led to the conversation about but uh, regarding like what if there actually is evil and people aren't paying attention to it then what you know like are, are we supposed to go on rants if what some of us believe to be happening is actually happening and then it got a little philosophical and then greg had to go actually so i didn't get i don't think we got to take it much further than that um but it was, it's just really amazing when you take the time to connect with people and discover what's actually going on with them. You know, because what's actually going on with me, it's, it's just my inner child is triggered because I'm not being understood. It's like I went out and it's like I went out and learned a new skateboard trick and came home and tried to tell my parents and they told me skateboarding is fucking stupid. You know, like what that, that, that's soul defeating, right? And so there's this soul defeatedness going on. And when your soul is defeated, you know, sometimes you want to take your soul somewhere else. And I'm not the only person that feels this way. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I love you all so much for listening to the Magic Pisces podcast. Have a beautiful day, and I will talk to you next time.
Good night, spirit guides, I love you, I do.